Welcome to the She Illuminates podcast, an empowerment hub for Christian women just like you who are ready to be filled by God's truth and light and illuminate their God-given influence in their homes, careers, businesses, and communities. I'm your host, Shamel Evans. I'm passionate about creating a space, connecting, and transforming the lives of women. We talk about real things, and we value transparency, honesty, and vulnerability. Be empowered to live anchored in your faith, influence your patch, and walk in your purpose. Let's dive in. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to the She Illuminates podcast. And you know what? Today, I have a very great discussion for us. You know, oftentimes as women, we get so caught up in our day-to-day flow of things and all of our goals and our responsibility that sometimes in life you feel like you're just you're just striving. You never get to this point where you feel fulfilled. Um, you're feeling the joy and peace that you know that God has for you, but you're juggling so hard to show up every day in life. And you know what? Many times when we get in the state of mind, We find ourselves dealing with doubt, fear, comparison, and the list goes on. But today, I want us to talk about what it really means to be living over existing. And you know, I have a friend here today. Her name is Alicia Robertson. And me and her have been connected for about a year or two. And she has been such a blessing in my life. And recently, she has launched a brand and empowerment space for women. And the title of it is Living Over Existing. And I wanted to be sure I brought her on the show so that we can talk in details about her journey and some of the things that she has seen in her own walk of faith and with other women that she's worked with, what it really means to live over existing. So Alicia, thank you so much for being here today. So I would like to give you this opportunity to say hello to the audience and introduce yourself a bit. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much, Shamil, for having me on here with you. I I adore being able to talk to you, so I'm hoping that um, a little bit of like my story will be able to resonate with your audience. Um, But as Shamil said, I am Alicia Robertson. I am a author, clarity coach, and also the founder of livingoverexisting.com. Um, And what I do is I love being able to help women to dig deeper into their purpose, dig deeper into what they feel they are being called to do. Um, So I help you to gain the clarity around your idea. Um, And then I also focus a lot on ditching the fear, the comparison, a lot of the overwhelm and anxiety that comes around digging into this bigger purpose for your life. Because I've learned over the years that If you can't push past those mental barriers, then going into that new career or starting that new business is going to be a lot harder if you can't really think outside of your own head. So I really love helping women to push past that fear and then also ultimately just teaching you how to make money doing what you love. So a lot of the women that I work with personally, and then also it's kind of geared towards in the living over existing brand um, is women entrepreneurs who are wanting to kind of build a big a biz, business around a bigger purpose. So I love helping women to just gain that clarity, but also showing them how their purpose, their passions can, you know, create a sustainable life for them as well. So good. And as you mentioned, Alicia, me and you connected because I, re- I reached out to you probably about a year ago. I was transitioning my business and I felt God pulling me to be more, vocal and more anchored in my faith in my business. And 
during that moment or that time, I struggled with a lot of just getting clear on what that actually looked like. You know, just looking around me, looking at my gifts and talents, you know, what God was calling me to empower other women in their spiritual walk and how I wanted to use my purpose for his calling. But along that process, you really helped me to look at the mindset and the struggles. Like, even though we were talking about business concept, it really boiled down to how we perceive ourselves, how we see ourselves and really owning the struggles. Because before I could jump into the business side of things, I had to take some time to deal with some of the the mental obstacles, the mindset, what was really holding me back. And the reason why I wanted to have you on the show, because uh, I have a lot of women, moms, wives, creators, and entrepreneurs who listen um, to the podcast. And I know one of the big things that a lot of women struggle with is how do I know what my purpose is? And then the next step is the mindset. How do I focus? What are the obstacles and the, the shifts that I need to make to walk in in my purpose? So I know that you work with a lot of business owners, but ladies, I want us to dig a little bit deeper before we go jumping into looking at what my purpose is and how I want to do all of these different things. I want us to really own up to the mental obstacles yeah. that we face because part of this transformation from going from living, truly living like God has called us to, you know, and not just, just existing and just getting caught up in the day-to-day things. We have to really take time and process, give ourselves permission to process our mental obstacles. So Alicia, I would like for us to dig in a little bit because one of the big things that I like reading your book, because you actually have a book called Living Over Existing, which is kind of what birthed this platform that you've created. But one of the sections, you really spent a lot of time talking about the mental obstacles. And I would just like for you to share with ladies a little bit, kind of your personal struggles with like fear and how it crippled you in your journey. Because many ladies may not know, me and you kind of started when you were running a jewelry business and how that kind of transitioned into your coaching. So can you just share a little bit about some of the mental struggles that you've had and some of the things that have helped you to press through through those challenges? Yeah, so I I definitely struggled a lot. And I talk about this in the book, but I was always one of those girls who felt like she had something bigger to do, felt like she had like something, you know, bigger she was purposed to do. But I couldn't quite figure that out because I was always afraid to really step outside of what felt good for me or, you know, step outside of my comfort zone. So for so many years, I would, you know, have these ideas and then, you know, put a, put together a plan of these big things I wanted to do. But it was always hard for me to kind of get past that thought of, oh, you don't know what you're doing. You can't do this. Or, you know, you need to wait until this is perfect before you can do this. Or, you know, you can't start this business because you need to, you know, find a real job. So it was hard for me in the very early years to push past those doubts. And it took me a really long time to learn that it's not really about being fearless. It's about learning how to be presented with that fear, but continue to push past it. So back then, I didn't know that those negative thoughts and that overwhelm, it wasn't trying to, it didn't mean that I had to stop and not pursue these ideas. What it was, it was trying to teach me how to face those fears and push past it. 
But all I could see them, see them were was as an obstacle. I thought because I was having these fears, then these these ideas weren't legit. The, these ideas were too big for me that I wasn't supposed to, you know, be pursuing these things because of these ideas. And I didn't couldn't quite wrap my head around why I couldn't move forward. And one day I realized, you know, after waking up every morning, just completely miserable, going to a job that was not for me, um, constantly seeing, you know, my friends um, go on to these incredible careers and doing all of these great things in my life, in their lives. And I noticed how I would have these ideas, but I was always stuck in the same place. Um, I've heard people say a lot like that your worst fear should be being in the same place as you were the previous year. And that was me year after year after year after year. And really, it just took some kind of just soul searching and realizing that that fear is what was holding me back. And I kept saying that I was going to wait for the perfect moment, but I didn't realize that it was up to me in order to push past those fears and to create these great moments for myself. So for me, it really did take a lot of soul searching. But what I started out doing was one, getting clear that fear was just an emotion. That was a really big one for me. Realizing that just like happiness, just like sadness, just like any other emotion that we have, fear cannot physically harm you. So while I was treating it as if something that would hurt me, I should have been thinking of it as, you know, I'm going to get past this just the same way that uh, any other emotion kind of comes and fades away. So that was the first thing that I really did um, in my journey of kind of pushing past these mental barriers. But Another thing that I did too was also just getting rooted in my faith. Um, I was always kind of like brought up in church, but you know, as we get older, we kind of lose our way. And I think it's kind of how God wants to bring us back to him in a sense. So it really took me kind of getting back into my faith and just getting clear on the things that God wanted me to do and what he has always promised all of us as well. So I started waking up every morning and reading my devotional. Um, I started, you know, journaling in the morning times and actually writing out prayers to God, talking about my vision, talking about the ideas that I had and not necessarily never asking for fear, but or asking that the fear stops, but asking for the strength to push past those fears. Because, again, I realized that fear is an emotion. It's completely normal for anyone to feel, but it's up to us to push past it. So just constantly just praying for the strength to be able to see beyond those fears and see what he really wanted for me. Um, And the third thing that I did was um, I really got clear on where those fears were like stemming from or what the root of those fears were. So for me, I had a really huge problem of being afraid of what everyone else thought of me. So every time I would think of a good idea or that I thought was an incredible idea, I would go to other people for validation. And if they didn't agree or if they didn't understand the idea or if they didn't quite get it, I would let that stop me from pursuing that idea. Or if I got this great idea and you know, even when I was already starting it into my business, it took me a long time to 
really get comfortable with promoting myself because I was never wanted anyone to think that I was, you know, too good or that I was too into myself or that I thought too highly of myself or anything like that. So it was really me getting to the root of where those ideas stemmed from. And especially as adults, I don't think a lot of us realize just how much some of the things we go through during childhood and like our early adult years, how much they affect us now, even if we don't really notice it. Um, So it did take me some just getting to the root of where those fears were coming from, um, especially around like money and, you know, thinking about how I was raised and how I was raised to think about money. So um, really just getting back into myself and also disconnecting from the internet for a while. So as I was, you know, kind of growing my now coaching business, Um, I really struggled with the comparison and seeing what worked for everyone else. And I ended up falling into the trap of doing a lot of different marketing type strategies, launching different products, you know, just the way I presented my business like other people, because I saw that that was what was working for them. But it really just made me extremely burnt out, just extremely tired and really unhappy with what I was creating. And the only way that I was able to get myself out of that kind of like barrier was to completely disconnect myself. So I took about a month of just no social media, no signing up for anyone's classes, no webinars, no anything like that, no consuming any type of outside content. And to really just be able to sit down with my own thoughts, my own ideas, to not be worried about anyone else's opinion, you know, to not be worried about what other people were doing and really just take that time to like dig into myself and just pray and just talk to God about what he wanted for me. So good. I mean, girl, that's a lot, you know, that you shared, just some really transforming tips for women because I think realistically in our minds Alicia we think we're on this journey alone and that we have to figure things out by ourselves and we all go through it I mean I want every listener to know that we all go through these phases you're not in this alone and so by us creating this wall or this barrier around ourselves we think that we're just going to coast through life and we're just kind of going through the motions we're just existing but God has never called us to do life alone. He wants us to live life to the fullest and with his abundance. And one of the things that I love how you brought up is that we have to own our thoughts. We have to take every thought captive under the word of God and speak that into the atmosphere and actually live it out. Ladies, if you want more of life and you feel this urge and this stirring that God is calling to calling you to more, then we have to recognize that a lot that we think about a lot that we allow ourselves to process in does has a great um is a great factor in how we live out our lives. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things you did, you carved out time to really own your thoughts and your mindset and you acknowledge, yes, fear is just emotion, just like everything else, but I don't have to sit in fear. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I have been really encouraging women is that it is okay to own our thoughts, mm-hmm. own our emotions, because we are human. It's just the flesh, but we don't have to sit in it. We don't like how let the feelings control our hearts, control our atmospheres and all that. Because remember, ladies, in John 10 and 10, it says that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And it's talking about the enemy. And he knows that he doesn't have any power over you. 
But if he can get in your mindset and if he can control your thoughts and what you're pouring into your spirit, then guess what? He can keep you from having the life that God has called you to. And God has called each and every one of us to abundance, to the overflow. And so, ladies, we have to remember that we have been called to live lives full of the blessings and things that God wants us to. But a part of the process, our faith journey is about dealing with our mindset and looking at what are those issues or those emotions or the things that are that are holding us back. And one of the things you did was soul searching. Ladies, we have to take time to be still, to get in the presence of God. And I recently just did a podcast about divine retreats. Like God really hit me last year because just like you, Alicia, I found myself trying to um, operate my business like other people because you'll see it. You'll get on Instagram and be like, oh, she's doing this workshop or she's um, she's downloading this course. So if if she see if I see the growth that she's having, maybe if I do those things, I could do that. And God simply told me, Shamel, I need you to get somewhere and sit down and just rest in my presence, because if you're filling yourself up with so much stuff, that you're not going to be able to walk in in the will in the calling that I have on your life because you're so consumed with what somebody else's journey is. And so my divine trees are times where I unplug and just like you, we disconnect from the things that, that distracts us. And I use that time to feel myself in the presence of God, whether that's studying his word, praise and worship, or just having that intimate time with him where he can download in me because ladies, God has called us to this journey. Our purposes come from him. And so we can't get so caught up on how we want to walk out our purpose that we miss out on what God wants, how he wants to use us. And so we have to disconnect. We have to find those moments where we can just pour ourselves into God so that he can pour back into us. Because I don't know about you guys. I want the overflow of God. I want to walk in the steps and the light that he's called me to. And one of the scriptures I've been meditating on, because for myself, I have those moments where I allow the fear and the doubt to kind of um, spur up in my spirit, where it does makes me want to just kind of be in this place of just kind of feeling stuck or feeling like, okay, what's the next move? But Mark chapter 9, 23 says, and Jesus said to them, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. And the reason why I bring up this the belief is the key here in the sentence is that living is a is about believing ladies it's about believing in who we are is believing in our purposes and it's believing that we have everything that we need right now and that we know that God will equip us with everything we need to walk out our calling and so Alicia in your book i think it was around chapter 7 there's a quote that you you made about our inner critic And it says your mind can be both your saving grace and it can be your worst enemy. And it's up to you to choose if it's worth listening to. And so I really found that to be a powerful scripture because one, it puts me at the crossroad and says that I have the choice. I have the decision whether I want to live or if I simply want to exist. I have the choice if I want to believe in God and everything that he says that I am and everything that he has for me, or I could believe in, in myself and just what I see around me in the physical. And so I really like how in your book, you are really pouring to women about how do we deal with some of the things that comes up? And so 
if you could share with the ladies about how God just stirred your heart about making the choice, taking that step of faith to listen to what you knew he was calling you to do. For me, um, just really listening and, and figuring out what he was calling me to do. He was, I feel like I always had that nudge, but I was second guessing myself. So like, I always felt like he was like, okay, do this, do this. But because I felt like I didn't have, you know, each step, step by step written out on paper that I couldn't take that first move. And I don't know what the exact moment was, because I know I've had several moments when God has just been like, you know what, go for it. But I feel like he finally just had to rest in me and tell me that even though I don't feel qualified to do these things, I also don't have to be qualified to do these things. So he, it it took me a while to realize that all it takes is for me to make that first step and that he'll provide you whatever I need to get to that next step. And then so on and so on and so on. Um, Even when writing the, the living over existing book, I remember I would write out my vision every single day. I mean, lists of things that I wanted to accomplish, things that I really wanted God to make happen in my life. And I kept saying, I want to be, you know, uh, a best-selling author. I want to write books. I want this book to be amazing. I want this book to sell out. And I kept telling myself that and kept writing down this vision. And I remember one morning I was writing it and writing it and just kind of like meditating on the list I was creating. And I heard God say, then why aren't you writing then? (laughs) And right there, it hit me that I was asking for all of these things, but I had yet to put any action into it. And I I, I kept saying, well, Lord, I don't feel qualified. And I remember him just saying, you don't have to. Like, I have this, you have this, I have this under control. I just need you to give me something to work with. And for me, that has, I have really tried to implement that in everything that I have created from that moment on is just getting that first step and taking that first step on my idea. Even if I'm not sure if that idea, you know, aligns up with what he wants for me, at least I can give it a try and I can say, you know what, Lord, I've done my part, take it, you know, do with it as you will. Or, you know, if this is not for me, you know, at least point me in the direction to what I should be doing. So I've really been going at going at things with kind of that mindset of even though I don't feel qualified right now, even though I don't know what I'm doing, even though I have no clue how this leap of faith is going to work, I know that all I have to do is kind of put forth my effort. You know, I can try, say, Lord, I did my part and really just rest in the faith in knowing that he has everything else under control. And Also with that too, is if I do go out and try something and I'm not sure if, you know, that's the thing he wants me to do. I also have faith in knowing that I I can't look at that as a failure. If ultimately it's not, I turn around and I look at that as a, you know, okay, Lord, with that didn't work. Well, what else can you show me um, I should be doing? Or how can I use what I learned from this situation and apply it to what you really want me to be doing? So really for me, it was just kind of trying and then just putting the rest of my faith in God and just knowing that, you know, he would have everything else covered. Yes. And you hit it right on the head because one of the quotes that I keep around me um, all the time is that God doesn't call the qualified. God Mm -hmm. qualifies the call. Yeah. Just like you, 
in my business, when God called me to mentor women in their spiritual growth, I'm like, God, how do you want me to do that? Like, I, I didn't really see it in the business industry. So I was like, there, why, or why are you putting me in this place that I don't really see other people doing? But God was saying, look, there is a need for it. There is a need to speak up and, and for women to boldly know who I am. Because honestly, ladies, living over existing for me means that I no longer have to keep striving in life. There shouldn't be a disconnect between who I am in Christ and everything else that he's called me to be. He wants me to be anchored in my faith. He wants to be the foundation of it all because when he is the foundation, he is the one that's leading me. He is the one that is equipping me to to do and be everything that he's called me to be. And he wants to just continue to pour in me. But mm-hmm. like you said, we have to just take those steps of faith, ladies. Even if a lot of times we want to get the whole plan, we want the big picture. And it's like, then we'll move. But really, God is just like, will my daughter take that one simple step and trust me? He's really wanting us to just show up no matter what, to show up and simply say, God, I'm willing and I'm available and I'm going to trust you. And like you said, along the way, God will either say, that's the thing you need to do or that's not. But in the process, it's all about learning who we are. He's molding us. He's molding our characters. He's helping us to overcome strongholds. Like he may position you in your business or in something so that you can get over fear or maybe you can get over maybe some anger issues that you're dealing with, or maybe some, some generational curses that you've been dealing with from a family standpoint, God will position you into things, not because he's a mean God, but it's the opposite. He's a loving God. And he wants to see you to grow and to impact lives for him. And one of the things for me, I had to realize is that I cannot rush God. You know, yeah. I take those steps of faith and be actionable. And because majority of the time, ladies, God gives us need to know information. He's not the one that's going to just download every single thing and then you take off. He's going to give you step by step instruction. But all he's saying is, will my daughter trust me enough? Believe me enough to take the next step of faith. And so, Alicia, that brings us right into the, I think, your section of the book that talks about faith in action. And that's one of the driving forces behind my brand is that not only do I want to empower women to grow in their faith journey, but I want to equip you and motivate you to put your faith in action every day. Because God didn't call us to be just hearers of the word, but to be doers. And one of the things that you bring up in your book, Living Over Existing, is that we have to put our faith in action. And I want to read a, um, a portion of it. It says here, having faith means stepping out into your purpose and knowing without a shadow of a doubt that God is going to supply you with everything you need to live an abundant, purpose-filled life. And yes, That often means giving up control and placing our goals and desires in God's hand while believing that he is going to work everything out for your good. I love this. I highlighted this section because, you know, there are many days I feel like there's more days than the ones where I'm just like solid, like confident. But there are many days where you feel like, am I doing the right thing? Am I positioned where I need to be? But I like this portion of it. That is what faith is. Faith is moving forward when you don't understand. Faith is trusting God even when you want to be in control. And you're basically saying your journey has been about learning to let go of control, 
learning to give up and see, I, I share all the time, surrendering our desires and our purposes isn't a bad thing, ladies, but it's mm-hmm. surrendering it over to God, trusting and believing that he's about to do something that you couldn't, you couldn't even imagine, but it's gaining everything that he wants for you. So when we place our goals and our desires in, our, in his hand, and like we, we saw back in Matthew chapter, um, the verse chapter nine, verses 23, it talks about all things are possible for those who believe. We have to believe that we're going to experience God's goodness. We're going to experience his grace. And he's just going to overflow this abundance in our lives. But again, our faith in action is position ourselves to be in alignment with God so that we continue to purposely walk day by day in his journey. So if you'd like to share with the ladies, like, how that mo- continues to motivate you right now, because I know you wrote it in the book, but this is something you live by each day that yes. you're just going to simply take that faith, that, t- that step of faith and just trust God for the rest. Uh, yeah. I wanted to mention first um, that it's, I feel like it's always going to be something that will come up. It's not one of those things where, Oh, you get over it once and you know, you it's, it's all gone. I feel like really putting faith is an action in itself and it's a constant action. Um, and I'll say too, that is something I'm currently struggling with right now. And I'm learning to have to kind of go back and, you know, dig into like these scriptures and just kind of reset my faith. It's definitely something I still experience. Um, but right, like right now, I'll give you an example. I'm launching, you know, in this new business of mine and I decided to take living over existing and turn it into its own brand. And I am naturally someone who wants things to happen quick. I'm a fast worker. I like to see results when I put in hard work. And God has really been showing me that that's not going to happen with this brand (laughs) and that I have to be patient and I have to really put my faith in him. But one of the things that has been helping me is, again, just spending that time and just thinking about the different, you know, like scriptures and how he tells us to be patient and not to be anxious for anything and making sure that, you know, the time when I'm feeling uncertain, that I'm trying to fill that time up with him and that I'm also looking for the lesson in every moment. Because I feel like whenever we get into these moments where we feel like things aren't working out in our favor or when things aren't moving fast enough, I feel like God isn't taking us to that next level yet because A, it's just not the right time. And also B, that there is something in this moment that we should be learning. And if we are so focused on getting to the next step, pushing forward, making things happen as quick as possible, we're going to miss out on, you know, a very important lesson or, you know, something that we should be focusing more attention to that's going to really help us to get to the next level. So I think it's it's a lot and just constantly practicing how to be patient, which is hard if you are, you know, a type A person like myself and you want, you know, everything to work by, you know, your your to-do list, but just learning to be patient in the moment and also learning to be quiet and kind of silence out all the noise so that you can actually hear what God is trying to show you. Yes. I I totally get it, girl, because I'm right there with you. I'm a type A and I'm ready. Like, there's been many times God will drop a nugget in me and Shamel would take off running, you know, running. And for me, Alicia, 
I'm totally there with you. In this business, in this brand, uh, I get asked a lot of times, where's your business going next? You know, what you're going to do? And at first, that question will just spur me to want to know what what's the next thing. But I've come to know that I'm simply going to rest in what God is calling me right now. You know, even though I work with mentoring women and helping them in their spiritual journey or helping support Christian creatives in their businesses, I've come to learn my prayer has been, God, help me to simply rest in your presence. And in the moments that you call me to work with people, to really embrace that, whether that's working with one woman or working with six women, I want to flow as the Holy Spirit sees fit because when I'm operating in your power and when I'm walking in alignment with you, that's where true change comes. That's where true impact comes. And that's for me. Living over existing for me means to live in a place of the overflow of God. And if anything in my life is not in alignment with where God wants me positioned, I don't want it. It could be good things, but if it's not coming from a place of where God wants me to be and where I can participate with him in his kingdom work, I don't want it. And so, ladies, it is okay for you to slow down. It is okay for you to be still. We don't have to always be on the hustle and the grind because living in the fullness of God simply means basking in his presence, enjoying the things that are right in front of you and really embracing the process of the growth, really analyzing who you are becoming as a woman of faith, how you're molded into such a beautiful woman and how you're spiritually growing and how you're learning to stand in who you are and then turn around, take those gifts, those talents, and then unravel them into the purpose that God is calling you to be. And when we step back from it, ladies, we are taking part of something so so spiritual and so loving that we get to participate in God and his ultimate plan. But if we're always rushing, if we're too scared to conquer those strongholds and those fears, and we're, we won't be willing to go to the deeper side of things and deal with those, those areas that hold us back, we have to do the work. We have to be willing to do the work. And Leisha, that's what I've come to know from you. You are willing to do the work, even when obstacles come up or challenges you don't let them stop you. You know, you you deal with the process, you learn from it and you take from that. What can I take from this experience to continue to grow? And ladies, I want to encourage you to check out Alicia's book, Living Over Existing. If you find that you struggle with some mental obstacles or, or you just feel like there are some barriers or some walls that are hindering you from fully living out what God has called you to do, definitely check out her book, Living Over Existing. And again, she's transitioning this book into a platform. So I want Alicia to just close us out and just share with us where you can connect with her at. And it's our prayer that you would do the work, you will know who you are in Christ, and you will continue to to live lives that are full of faith, full of beauty and the passion that God has put into you, but to just keep doing the work, keep pushing through. So Alicia, where can the ladies find your book and connect with you more online? Yeah. And just again, thank you so much, Shamel, for having me on. 
um, the show with you. But if you ladies are wanting to connect with me further, you can definitely follow um, my personal um, Instagram is the Alicia Nicole. I'm also the Alicia Nicole on Twitter as well. And if you would like to connect with Living Over Existing and just learn more about the platform I'm building, um, you can find us at livingoverexisting.com. And you can also find us at Living Over Existing on Instagram and at Live Over Exist on Twitter. All right. Well, thanks again, Alicia, for being here. And ladies, thanks again for checking out this show. Be sure to share with your friends and family family members and know that you are loved, that you are blessed and keep shining for the glory of God. We'll talk to you soon. Like to join me in spreading God's truth and light and learn about additional support for your faith journey? Visit my website, shamelevans.com where you can learn more about She Illuminates resource library and intensives for self-discovery and developing sound spiritual habits to fuse your faith in the everyday. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share with family and friends. And I love for you to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening. And I'll chat with you next time.